future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. She's passionate about telling stories of amazing women who are rocking the world and empowering women to live, love, and thrive. Here's your host, Katherine Gray. Hi, welcome, welcome to Live, Love, Thrive Women's Empowerment Hour, brought to you by 360karma.com. We have on an extraordinary guest today. She has been a women's activist her entire life. Started out with uh, now, when it was just beginning, National Association of Women, uh, is it that the organization. organization of women yeah. and uh, that's back when Betty Friedan had just started it mm -hmm. and been very instrumental in helping fight for the ERA which we're going to talk about today so please give a warm welcome to my guest Jean Conger Thank Hi, Jean. How you. are you? I'm so happy to be here. Thank I'm you. I'm happy to have you. Mm -hmm. Oh, my honor. gosh. You really <laughs> have dedicated your entire life well, to... Well, I can't say that. It's, you know, um, yeah. fighting for women's rights. Oh, I, yeah. I could definitely say that. You've done more than most. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay. Yeah, don't be shy. No, no. Yeah. Um, but let's start about talk about your beginnings, and then we're going to work our way okay. up to talking about the ERA and why, yes. you know... We've had the right to vote since 1920, mm -hmm. but we're coming up on 2020 without having an Equal Rights Amendment. That's right. And I want people out there to understand what it means, mm -hmm. why it hasn't passed, and how we need to pass it before we hit the 100-year mark. Right. Right? That's right. And I think it's coming, right. but it won't come unless we educate people about it. Exactly. But you're a Brooklyn girl. I grew up. No, yeah. I didn't grow up in Brooklyn. Yeah. I was born in Brooklyn. You were born in Brooklyn. I, I grew up on Long Island. Oh. Yeah. I love Long Island. Yes, I grew up on Long Island, and uh, then I I moved to I moved to lots of different places. But oh, you were on the my lamb, children, huh? <laughs> Yeah, right, exactly. You did yeah, tell me you got oh, yeah, kicked I out of school. <laughs> That's right. I got kicked out of junior college. I didn't obey the rules. Anyway, you told me you like to color outside the lines. Uh, yes, because there's more room out. There's there. more room out there. Yeah. Exactly. No wonder you and I get along. <laughs> so. So tell me, uh, so you... Okay, so what happened was I married my second husband, and I Wait a minute, wait a minute. What about your first husband? My first husband yeah. is the father of my wonderful children. Um, and you got married at 19. I got married at 19. Yeah, and that seems I was, to have been the norm back then. Yeah, everybody I, I interview from that time, uh, you know, when you mm -hmm, were growing mm -hmm. up, most of them got married around 18, 19, which today is pretty unheard of. Yes. But, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank so, goodness. <laughs> so when I was uh, 26, yeah. uh, 26, I met him. I was going, getting my college this degree, is your my husband. teaching degree, my yeah. second husband. Oh, we, yes. yeah, I can my see you don't even want to talk my, about the first the one. The first <laughs> husband, it's not that. It's that uh, I grew up with him Yeah, he, oh. uh, in Long Island, he, yeah. his family. High school sweetheart. That kind of thing. We didn't go to the same high school. He grew up on Park Avenue. Oh. And uh, we got married. He was a stockbroker. And uh, he also was bipolar, which we didn't oh, know my gosh. about Okay, at that say time. no more. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, moving right along. But he was, he, yeah. he was really trying. Yeah. But in any event, I went back to school. Mm -hmm. uh, I got my degree in teaching. Mm -hmm. And then my husband and I, I, I met him at Stony Brook is where I went to college. And I met him there. And his name is Steve, mm -hmm. and we got married and moved to Delaware with the three children. Wow! So I got now. A what made you pick there. Delaware? Is because that... he had a job at Dupont. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Well, there was a reason. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. 
So, yes, we, we did that. And now, interesting things started to happen when you moved to Delaware. Exactly. It was 1970. Yeah. yeah. And one of my neighbors in the, in the uh, neighborhood we were living in mm-hmm. uh, said, would you be interested in going to this National Organization for Women Consciousness Raising Session? And I said, okay, I'll, I'll see what it is. Yeah. So I, I, I went and, oh, my gosh, I felt like I'd come home. Really? I felt like How many all women the, were there? There were about 15. 15, and you just felt like... It was was all of the things that frustrated me during my adolescence and school years and things like that. The sexism. Exactly. I realized that's what it was. Right. And so uh, I started... I became a member of NOW immediately. Right. And the first thing we did in... uh, The first event we had was, you know, the want ad said... Women wanted, men wanted separate pages. Yeah. Well, what we did was protest that outside the Wilmington Daily Journal with our picket signs. Oh, so that the classifieds didn't say women wanted, men wanted. Yeah, they like, said yeah. women wanted, men wanted. And you we wanted were to saying change we that. Wanted, there should be no Absolutely. reason. Women could do a lot yeah. of the jobs that men could do and vice versa. Yeah. So now, see, I would think... It took would, them a I, week to take it down. Oh. They, they finally... They finally And I would think that there, I hope uh, in listening to this entire program that Mm -hmm. women will, uh, young women, will listen to these stories that you have (laughs) and say, what? Like, are you kidding (laughs) me? They had a wanted section separate? But it's people like you that changed that. A a lot of, yes, and and our our entire... Our yeah. entire little chapter yeah. came out. Well, you became quickly the president, the of, president that chapter, of that chapter, right? and then uh, the state coordinator, mm-hmm. and then I became uh, a member of the national board as as a regional coord- wow. co coordinator. Now, two of us. this is when the famous Betty Friedan was mm-hmm. involved because she started this in 1968 with mm-hmm. some other mm-hmm. people. That's right. right. Uh-huh. And I know she's you know if anybody studies the history book, she's like well-known to all mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. the women's movement. That's right. Um, and so you got to know her and, and work with her. I huh? didn't, I, I, I can't say that I worked closely with her. I okay. do know that we, uh, we didn't always get along at the board level. Right. Okay. But we also, I, I remember when we, we were going someplace and I came on the plane and she was on the plane. She said, oh, here, sit down here yeah. in first class. <laughs> so uh, I did move back, but yeah, she was, she was, she, she would talk to me and I would talk to her. Yeah. Um, I can't say we were friends, but right. we were colleagues. We were work, we had the same goals. Right. Strategy right. may have been a little different, right. but we had the same goals. We yeah. needed equality for women. Right. That was, That's that what was we were the goal. all working for. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, I think a lot of young people, too, don't understand that, you know, we didn't, of course, have the right to vote until 1920, right. which is not that long ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then... Right after that, you all started working on this ERA, this Equal Rights Amendment. Mm-hmm. And what did that mean? It meant that there would be equality no matter what your sex is, right? Is that what it says? Yes, yes basically. And it, that, I, I wish I, I had memorized the, it a long time ago, but right now it's um, right. Um, the I printed it out for myself, but it's uh, the um, basically that women would have the same equality as men. Right. Okay? That's the that, gist of it. That basically what it was was it, it would be equality 
for men and women, mm -hmm. and that no states or the United States could discriminate against men or women because of their gender. Right. Okay. And they wanted to ratify the Constitution to say this. It, you had to. That's the right. only way you could get an amendment in the Constitution right. was what you would do, you had to go state by state. We had 38 states that we had to get convince. In order okay. to amend the Constitution. That's right. Delaware was the first. Right. Okay. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. Yours was the first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just then, saying. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then, uh, then we went on and it went on through 1979, mm -hmm. and that and was when it was 72 to 79. We had seven years, and we have to try a picture it. of you in 79 yes. standing outside the Senate. Right when they extended it another three years. Right, which meant you had another three years exactly. to try to get it ratified. Till 1982. Right, we which still didn't 35, happen. Which didn't happen. No, but since then, I have to tell you that uh, a couple of months ago, Nevada became the 36th. One thirty-six. To ratify, yes. Mm -hmm. Now, is it? Uh, do we have to start over, or does that? Do we just add on thirty-six, thirty-seven, thirty-eight, and get there? Well, this is what is b happening in Congress. Okay, mm -hmm. there are uh, men and women in the House and in the Senate who are working on submitting this. Mm -hmm. Okay, there are uh, several ways people are looking at it. One is the three-state strategy, where mm -hmm. you know we would only put. Three more states. Two more, yeah, three yeah. more states. Or um, start over again. And they're s still working on it. There's something called the ERA Coalition, which is 83 different organizations and, and <laughs> rising. Yeah. Okay. But I think uh, the main leaders are the uh, Feminist Majority, mm -hmm. which is an organization that is a national organization, and it is... It is uh, based in Washington D.C. in mm -hmm. Alexandria, actually, mm -hmm. uh, but in the in oh, that I, that's area. where I was born. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, that's probably why they're holding it. That's there. probably so. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. That the uh, feminist majority, yeah. the National Organization for Women, mm -hmm. okay, which is also in that area in mm -hmm. D.C. And uh, AAUW, the American Association of University Women. So um, any woman can get involved in any of these. Yeah, absolutely. Now, absolutely. feminist majority, all of these various organizations. Or even go to a march. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I was just going to say, so the march yeah. is this Saturday. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know I'm going. Yes. You just knitted me and Deborah yes. these cool... Pussy hats. Yes. I guess I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> yes, you are. And we are going to wear those on Saturday for I'm the so march. Glad. I'm so yeah. Glad. Yes. And uh, the purpose of this march uh, is so many things, but it is. just to mm -hmm. push this women's movement ahead, mm -hmm. the Me Too program. Um, All of that. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. um, I don't want to say program, <laughs> but, but uh, uh, platform yeah, uh, yeah, ahead. Yeah. And um, just the equality in general. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. we, we people think that things have really changed. Well, in some areas they have, right. but we're still not getting equal pay for equal work. Do you know? Okay? Do you you know, take a look at yeah. what's going on in Hollywood, yeah. all right? And there are people who are actors, stars, yeah. and, and one woman gets 1% of what her co-star gets. Right, well, you know, this is why I'm on the... Um, mm -hmm. 
advisory board for Take the Lead Women, which is um, 50 women can, and they're picking 50 of the top women in each industry. So my friend Tabby Biddle is adding up Hollywood film and television. Wonderful. And they're training these 50 women that are the top of the top mm -hmm. to go back into the industry and create this uh, uh, um, gender parity that's, you know, so we have right. that equality. Right. And so it's going to take that kind of an active movement. We can't just wait. Look, it's taken us a hundred years exactly. and we still, we're at 98 years. Mm -hmm. We still mm -hmm. haven't passed mm -hmm. the ERA, mm -hmm. which a lot of, I think a lot of people, they don't know what it's about. They don't mm -hmm. even know mm -hmm. they don't mm -hmm. have mm -hmm. it. They don't know that we need to pass this. That's right. And I think, I think that that's the effort that we need to make now is in educating exactly. a lot of people mm -hmm. about this so that they'll fight for it. For example, yeah. a recent case, uh, I think it was 1996, when um, some women, uh, they, they were wanting to get into the Virginia Military Institute. Mm -hmm. And it went all through the courts, and they still didn't it because they right. they had to prove something right and so women were not allowed so until we get the equal right. rights amendment we are not equal we are not under equal. the law right we are not so no matter how much progress law. we make exactly we need this in the Constitution exactly. and so um, the way people can be proactive number one is voting mm -hmm. uh, vote for people that are progressive that want to pass this amendment right. mm -hmm. number two is going out to marches like Saturday that's right uh, number three is joining an organization mm -hmm. so you're actively participating that's right uh, no matter which one it is feminist mm -hmm. majority mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. uh, take the lead women whichever mm -hmm. one it is that's right, right. that's right uh, and or it's why more. yeah <laughs> more, to more than one yeah thing. I mean, and it's why I'm doing what them. I do at mm -hmm. 360 Karma. Yeah. Uh, I just try to aggregate all those things at 360 Karma. Uh, we do everything from the conference to the workshop mm -hmm. it's to wonderful. our investor panel of women. Get to next year's. Yeah, Go to next you. year's, please. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, great fun. So, and we do monthly workshops, too. Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, at 360 Karma, our effort is to uh, be a catalyst to showing women how they can reach these different right. resources and tools and organizations right. to mm -hmm. move this forward. Mm -hmm. So that's that's our goal. Our goal is with the show and with everything that we're doing is women's empowerment. Yes, it is. Yeah. And and until we get the Equal Rights Amendment in place, we are not safe. I mean, you look at all of the things that are going on now in government where they are repealing but they're not even repealing. They're just getting rid of things that are inconvenient to them, right. whatever they're Right. Reason. Oh, it's a crazy time. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think the good thing is, though, it's infuriating people so much mm -hmm. that they are getting more involved mm -hmm. and rising, so rising up. So I think so, too. I think this is the mm -hmm. good that's coming out of it. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I'm so glad about the Me Too uh, and the Time's mm -hmm. Up mm -hmm. movement because I feel like until you get rid of that, mm -hmm. it's hard to move the rest forward. Mm -hmm. And so I'm glad we're addressing all areas of mm -hmm. what's holding women back. Yeah, yeah those, you are, know? those are some of the things that, that happen. And, yeah. and I, I know very few women who don't have a Me Too story, yeah. including myself. Yeah, <laughs> But right. I'm not going to go into that now. Right, we won't yeah. go into that, but no. it's, uh, it's so true that uh, just about everybody I encounter has right. some story. Right. Yeah. Right. unfortunately but 
I hope there's a day that we don't have that. Have you know when we'll have less of that? When more women are in positions of influence. Exactly. When more, pe mm -hmm. more, more people are the women boss, obviously the harassment's mm -hmm. not going to be going on, uh, so well, to speak. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's very little. Le uh, much less of that. Yes. Much less of it. Mm -hmm. I don't hear yes. a whole lot of no, sexual harassment true. from women bosses. And when our Senate and Congress is half women, right. which I know one day that will be. That sounds crazy today, yeah. but one day it'll sound crazy that it wasn't 50% women. Well, what's interesting yeah. is that when when we went into the campaign for the ERA, mm -hmm. the it was much more unbalanced. Yes. And what happened was during that campaign, women who got active realized that they could, mm -hmm. they'd say, oh, I could do this. Yeah. I could be. I could run for office, and and so many women ran for and office. And so many more women that. are running now yeah, than right. ever, which exactly. I'm so ecstatic exactly. about. Because yes. you can't win if you don't run. <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm all true. about women mm -hmm. running. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, you were telling me, like, I think it's important that uh, well-known people get behind this cause. And you were telling me Norman Lear and his wife were behind the ERA. Uh, campaign when you were involved. Definitely. Yeah. As a matter of fact, what happened was I was a, uh, a school principal. And we love Norman Lear. Let's just <laughs> yeah. say that right there. I, I was a school principal. At that point, I graduated from teaching to being a principal. Right. And I was the national secretary, of the corporate secretary of NOW, right. National Organization for right. Women. And um, Ellie Smeal at in 72, Two said, I, w I would really like you to come and work for me. And I said, well, I can't. I don't have, I think it was 72. I said, I, I, I haven't been at this job long enough to say I can do it. So I said, I need at least three years. Anyway, 19, move forward to 1979. Mm -hmm. 1979, she called me and said, Norman and Francis Lear want to give now something that, and that would be a, a right-hand person for me so I could concentrate on the politics. So would you meet with them? I did. Long story short, we were both happy with each other. They hired me. And so from 79 to 82, I, they paid my salary and I worked on the ERA campaign full time. I love that. Oh my yeah. God, how amazing. <laughs> and let's talk about you being a principal before you even did that mm -hmm. because That's at right. the time you were telling me 95% of principals at least were men. That was in, that was in and, Delaware. And that was, yeah, and that Delaware. was a huge right. thing for mm -hmm. you to be a female principal. And I like was, people don't realize right. how rare that was. That's right. And you actually did something when you were involved with now. You <laughs> you uh, submitted yes. an, a lawsuit, an EEOC was against a, was a, a, a the complaint. school we board a complaint. Mm -hmm. of Delaware. We, that's right. To fight for all of the districts. We did a study sex discrimination. Yes, right? we did a study on sex discrimination and the curriculum. How that was sexist. You know, it was mm -hmm. Sally's helping mommy and little Jack is helping daddy. Right. You know that kind of thing. And so um, what we did was we did studies of three major districts. We went to their school boards. We went to the superintendents. And they all said, well, well, we'll take it under consideration. And uh, so then we filed the complaint. We just said, okay, sorry. And you won, right? Yeah. What happened was we filed this complaint with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. And they investigated. And they found cause in every single district. Wow. So people were getting back pay. We joined with the NAACP, by the way, because there was also racism within mm -hmm. the, the educational system. So we, the, the complaint found 
cause for both and back pay was given and the policies were changed. Wow. So, uh, I mean, and people uh, don't realize, uh, first of all, how one woman can make a difference. And I know you had a team of women oh, around you, women, yeah. uh, but, but, but you did lead the charge. It was my signature. You led, led the charge. <laughs> but uh, so people mm-hmm. can make a difference and they can uh, create change. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's right. why I say, mm-hmm. uh, Jean, you're such a trailblazer. I mean, you have been <laughs> it's you always know, pushing outside forward. The lines, you know? Yeah. And it's <laughs> so funny. Thing. I think people don't realize mm-hmm. until they kind of look back really how much they've accomplished. That's, yeah. Doing this was really. Wow, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I often so, do that too when I look yeah. back on my The women's backra- prison yeah, was a yeah. good example of that, yeah. okay? Because um, part of what I was doing down in Delaware doing as yeah. as part of now. You weren't an inmate, were you? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> okay, no. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I, I did uh, volunteer there sometimes. Yeah. But basically what I did was um, the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights said they were going to hold hearings on the prisons in Delaware. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of complaints. So they said, would I work with the women in the women's prison, which looked like it was something out of Dickens. It was these hard gray walls, and inside the condensation was dripping down the walls. They did not have health care. They did not have uh, education, proper education. They, they were teaching them how to take care of their babies oh and how to, how, to, how to look pretty for a man. Oh. For heaven's sake, a lot of them were prostitutes. They knew how to do that. Right, right. But in any event, um, so what we did was I got the group of women together. They testified before the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights. And the next year, the prison was closed, and they were moved to a different facility. A better and facility? Now that, yes, a better facility where they could get health care and education. And now they have built a new building for the wow. Women's Correctional Institution. Wow. Yes. You go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was you a lot have of us, evoked yeah. a lot of change yeah. for the better for women. I mean, it just in all fronts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I think also yeah. that's what happened when we put in the EEO see complaint. Right. I mean, it was banner headline on the Wilmington yeah. Daily Journal. Yeah. NAACP and now sue uh, right. Delaware Department of Education. And so what happened was so many women realized that, oh, I could be a principal. Right. Why shouldn't I be a principal? But they had a, a, a thing there where before, the, before it was found yeah. that the men could take the job of a principal without the credential. Unbelievable. As long as they were working on it. But the woman but had to have women. the credential. They had to have the credential Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, t- and right before we started, you were telling me that your daughter, Nancy, uh, mm-hmm. spoke before a court. And tell me a little bit about that story. It, it was actually the Delaware State Assembly. Yeah. This was uh, during the ERA campaign, yeah. and it was... And she was like 15, 16. She was yeah. 15 years old. And she spoke yeah. up and, and yes. what, what, Might what have was... Might 13. And what but was she, she was, talking about to them? What she was doing, she, she was out in the hall and there were a whole lot of um, evangelical kids that were yeah. bussed in and they started talking about, oh, blah, 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 blah. your mother's a lesbian, blah, blah, blah. And she said, yes, she is. My mother is a lesbian. This is just about a bunch of lesbians, they would say. But no, she said, we need to have the Equal Rights Amendment. And she made her speech and she was... Fantastic. Fantastic. She really huh? was. Yeah, apple yeah. doesn't fall far from the tree, huh? <laughs> well, she also, yeah. I, I We I forgot to, to mention I that you ended you. up finding out you were gay, and now you've been with your partner yes. 34 years. 34 years. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and uh, honestly, that's a whole other show about how Betty <laughs> Friedan yeah. didn't want the gay women right. in mm-hmm. the now, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know. She was so afraid that they would, yeah. they would uh, that 
people would just look at that and say, oh, it's just a bunch of lesbians. Right, you know? right. But so, finally they came together because we do have to all come yes, together. Yes, and that's right. That's a big thing at that's 360 right. Karma. I say we can't uh, separate ourselves. No, it can't, can't be gay women over here, Jewish women over no, here, no. black women over here. Like mm -hmm, we all have mm -hmm. to come together. That's what's going to push this ERA yeah. forward and this whole women's movement of equality exactly. is us coming together and mm -hmm. working together. And I, I joke around, you know, there's an old boys club, yes. but no one wants to belong to the old girls club. <laughs> Not even me. The so I call girls it, club. I call it the bold girls oh, club. Good. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. So the that's, bold girls that's club. what we're Definitely on board for. Nancy yeah. also, also wanted to play baseball with yeah. Little League. Yeah. And she was one of the last plaintiffs that really? made the Little League, yes, yes. So made them accept women, a girls, girls, on the, girls on, in baseball. I love that. Go, yeah. Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> it runs in your blood, in your well, family. Well, yeah, she's yeah. she's a, she's quite a rebel yeah. herself. And yes. you have two girls and a son. Two girls and a, and a son. son, yes. Yeah. yeah. Michael, awesome. my son, lives here in L.A. Yeah. And Nancy, of course, does. And then Kathy lives in Northern California. Awesome. In Oakland. Yeah. Well, you are an amazing woman. And I know what I love is you are still going strong. I am. That's why you're here. Mm -hmm. uh, you're like all about the women's empowerment. You're mm -hmm. back. I know you're a member of 360 Karma. Mm -hmm. You are behind me. You're behind the Absolutely. Uh, ratifying the uh, ERA. Absolutely. And you are still doing your work. So yeah, my work is also yeah. um, I work for Sam Trans yeah. in, the, in San Mateo, yeah. California. And uh, I, it's, it's a transit district. And I have started programs, a program for, uh, in 2009 for older adults and, mm -hmm. and people with disabilities to learn how to ride public transit and claim their independence. And now we've started a new program, the Veterans Mobility Corps, for veterans who have been disabled and come home and are not able to drive. And this is to help them maintain their independence. I love that. So. Well, girl, you just keep going. And, uh, and you when I grow up, I want to be you. <laughs> you <do. laughs> but uh, we'll just keep mm -hmm. on keeping on. We and, will. Uh, we will. I know it. Uh, I'm going to take advantage of all those wonderful programs you have in university. Yeah, thank and you. And things like that. So I'm, I'm really, I want to write a Everybody keeps telling me you should write a book. About I was going to. I was just going to end with that. We're going to wrap now, and I'm going to tell you next time I see you, Jean, I want to see a book. Okay. Because yeah. you have a story to tell. Yeah, there are, there are lots of stories. Life. Oh my gosh, we haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg. Yep. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having and me. And thank you for tuning in. And we will be uh, back next week. So stay tuned. Um, and uh, hugs and happiness. Make it a great week.